Hello and welcome to Bible Podlet. I'm James. And I'm Stephanie. We're really happy you could join us today. Bible Podlet is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages. So we'd encourage you to listen together, children with parents or children's workers, and to pause the episode if you can and talk about the stories and questions that will come up. Hey Stephanie, have you ever moved to a new house? It's really funny you should ask that James, because I just have. It's strange packing up all your things into cases and boxes and seeing your old house with nothing inside it, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's so strange seeing it all empty with everything gone. And you pack away everything very carefully and then the removal men come and put it all in the back of a lorry. I know, and then they take it all away and you start unpacking and can never find anything again. <laughs> I know I know what you mean. And there's always that possibility that something might get lost or broken along the way. I know, there's always this moment of dread as you're unpacking the boxes that's got the fragile tape on that something's not going to have made it in one piece. Is there anything of yours when you moved that was so precious to you that you would have to keep it with you? Um, and not put it in the back of the lorry because it might get broken or lost. Um, I don't think there was anything I was too worried about being um, broken, but the things that were most precious that I wanted to keep with me were things like personal documents, so um, birth certificates and passports that would be really difficult to um, replace. I think it for me it would be the things that would be really costly to place to replace. So things like my guitar. I've had that for a long time, um, my laptop um, and all my techie stuff, I love my techie stuff. But then like things like you said that, that money can't replace, so for me are wedding photos, my wedding photos and uh, video and everything, um, that would be, uh, I would hate that if, it, if, if we lost that. Yeah, it'd be heartbreaking wouldn't it if you moved and the, they went missing on the way. So today we are carrying on with our Bible Transformers series and looking at the story of Zacchaeus in Luke 19. Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and he was really greedy. His money was really, really precious to him. And you could say he made himself a small fortune. (laughs) Get it? Oh, James. I'm guessing you're saying that because the Bible tells us that Zacchaeus was very short. Yes, I was. (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to look at the time that Zacchaeus met Jesus and see how he was transformed. So let's hear this week's news story. Welcome to Neighbourhood Watch. I'm Molly Ingleton. Our top story today, Jesus sides with a tax collector in Jericho and outrages the community. Jesus turned heads today when he invited himself to dinner with a sinner in front of a large crowd. Zacchaeus, a notoriously greedy little man, was seen up a tree when Jesus was walking through Jericho surrounded by a lot of people. When Jesus saw the tax collector crouched in a nearby tree, he told him to come down because he wanted to stay at his house. But Zacchaeus surprised everyone when he said he would give away half of his belongings to the poor and would give people who he cheated four times as much back. We spoke to the people at the scene to see what they had to say. How can Jesus go and stay with such a sinner as Zacchaeus? Why does he spend so much time with these types of people? It's ridiculous. How could Jesus forgive such a dirty sinner? Who does he think he is? God? 
What a silly thing to do. Zacchaeus is a liar and a thief. He can't be trusted. Don't come running to me when your sandals and belt are missing. Only time will tell if Zacchaeus will be true to his word and give back to the community he stole from. But on the surface, it looks like he's completely changed his ways. Jesus is continuing to make a big wave everywhere he goes and people are split on his teaching. If he does end up persuading the masses, maybe he can campaign for all those potholes to be filled outside the temple because my cartwheel got destroyed the other day and it's just stupid that the council won't do anything about it. I mean, why do we even pay tax if they're not going to maintain the roads? What an interesting story. We're going to talk about what has happened and we'll be asking a few questions and we encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and discuss them together. So Zacchaeus was a tax collector and he wasn't liked by the people around him. Why was that? Well, tax collectors collected money from everyone to give to the government. We still do it today. And it's to pay people who work for the government for doing lots of different tasks. Well, that doesn't sound like such a bad thing, though, does it? Well, paying taxes isn't bad, no. But Zacchaeus didn't do it fairly. He overcharged the people and took the extra money for himself. He became very rich because of this. The Bible also says that he was the boss of the other tax collectors, too. So he would take money from each of them as well because he was in charge. And even though he was a Jew, he was working for the Romans who were in control of Israel, so he must have been seen as some sort of traitor. Yes, he was the lowest of the low in that community. In Matthew 9, verse 11, the Pharisees asked the disciples why Jesus eats with sinners and tax collectors. Oh wow, so they thought tax collectors were were maybe worse than sinners? Yeah, that's right. And we've come to our first question for today. What do you think of Zacchaeus and his job? That question again. What do you think of Zacchaeus and his job? Please pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to continue. So Zacchaeus's job was good if you like money, but maybe not so good if you wanted friends. Yeah, he was hated by everyone, but he'd heard that Jesus was different. You could say that people thought little of him. <laughs> oh, get, get it? That's terrible. <laughs> well, he was so short he had to climb up a tree so he could see Jesus in the crowd of people. Yes, Zacchaeus really wanted to see who Jesus was. And as we said earlier, Jesus was spending time with a lot of tax collectors. So Zacchaeus might have heard those stories from others. We've come to our second question for today. Zacchaeus was looking for Jesus. So what do you think he hoped might happen? That question again. Zacchaeus was looking for Jesus. So what do you think he hoped might happen? Please pause the podcast, if you can, and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Zacchaeus was not happy with how things were in his life, and it looked like he wanted to change. He must have heard about all the other sinners Jesus had met, and wanted to see if the rumours were true, that Jesus had come to save the sinner. So that was why he went to so much trouble to see Jesus. 
he was ready to say sorry for what he had done and be a follower of Jesus. So when Jesus came up to him and asked him to come to his house, Zacchaeus was so happy he said yes right there and then in front of everyone. But the crowd weren't happy at all were they? We've come to our next question for today. What were the differences between Jesus and the crowd's reaction to Zacchaeus? The question again. What were the differences between Jesus and the crowd's reaction to Zacchaeus? Please pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. The crowd were reacting to Zacchaeus' job and his reputation. But Jesus was responding to Zacchaeus' heart, his decision that he wanted to change. And that's really important because it's the same with us. If we go to Jesus and are really sorry in our hearts, he will always accept us, no matter what we've done in our past. And then Zacchaeus said that he would give half of his possessions to the poor, and if he had cheated anybody out of anything, he would pay back four times the amount. Wow, that's a lot. In Leviticus chapter 6 verse 5 and Numbers chapter 5 verse 7, it says people should pay back anything in full and add on a fifth. Paying back four times the full amount was way more than was needed. Yes, it was. And we've come to our next question for today. Why did Zacchaeus pay back more than was expected of him? That question again. Why did Zacchaeus pay back more than was expected of him? Please pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Zacchaeus wanted to show Jesus he was sorry for what he had done and because Jesus accepted him, he wanted to change the way he lived his life. Yes, by giving away more than was required of him by the law, he showed Jesus that he really meant what he said and was willing to live a different life. It's also important to say that Zacchaeus wasn't saved by just being kind and giving his things away, but it was because he approached Jesus and wanted to change and repent. To repent means to say sorry and do things differently afterwards. Yes, that's right. It was only after Jesus accepted him that Zacchaeus said he would give things back. And that's what happens when we are really sorry for the things we do wrong. We don't just say sorry, but we change or transform our life so that we live differently. And Jesus helps us to do that. So we've come to our last question for today. How can you show that you are truly sorry for the things that you do wrong? The question again. How can you show that you are truly sorry for the things that you do wrong? Please pause the podcast if you can and talk about this together. And then press play when you're ready to carry on. Jesus will always accept people who are truly sorry for their sin. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. And he helps us to live a life that is kind, loving and considerate of others. If you want to say sorry to Jesus and ask him to live inside you and help you, he will. All you need to do is ask. Just pray to Jesus and it will happen. And if you don't know how to do that, ask your adult to help you. So we've come to the end of the podcast and we always like to have a bit of fun or play a game. So I think Stephanie 
has prepared a game for us to play. So what are we going to play? I have got a game for us to play today. And um, one of the themes in our podcast today was money and possessions. And as we heard, Zacchaeus ended up giving lots of his things away in our story. So I thought we'd play a game of higher or lower. And you can join in with this at home too. So in this game, I'm going to describe an item that is for sale or has been sold. And you have to guess whether the next item I describe is worth more or less so it's higher or lower than the item before. Do you get it? I get it. Brilliant, let's play. So the first item on my list, and I'm gonna let you have a go, James, at guessing um, the price of this item is a large sculpture of an orange balloon dog. Uh, A what? Say that again. (laughs) A large sculpture of an orange balloon dog. So it's a sculpture of a balloon dog. Yep. In orange. I feel like the colour's very important. I think, yeah, the the colour adds value, doesn't it? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) A large sculpture. I think it's... I think it's uh, a thousand. A thousand pounds. A thousand pounds. Well, that item actually sold for... Uh, 36.8 million pounds so oh, wow. slightly out <laughs> but that kind of gives you a good starting point okay 36.8 yeah. million 36.8 million for the orange balloon dog sculpture so the next item on my list is napoleon's actual sword oh wow okay uh, and this this was sold on ebay so do you think that's higher or lower than the balloon dog uh, I I don't know about you at home, but I think it's lower. You think it's lower? You are yeah. right, James. It is Thank lower. Um, Napoleon sword, three point two six million. So still a heck of a lot of money, uh, but not quite balloon dog sculpture level. Right. <laughs> the next item, an autographed air guitar. <laughs> right. <laughs> So in essence, an air guitar <laughs> is air. It, it, you can't see it. You can't touch it. It's an air guitar. And someone signed an autographed. Well, I'm guessing if the, the guitar's invisible, the autograph might well be also. So in essence, you're just getting the packaging. But somebody bought this. Right. Well, it's got to be lower than three <laughs> point something million. Three point two six million. We're going lower. I'm going lower. You are right. It sold for £11.50. £11? Who bought nothing for £11.50? That's crazy. Right, the next item on my list is 100 empty kitchen roll tubes. 100 empty kitchen roll tubes. Yeah, so the the cardboard tube from the inside of the kitchen roll, when when the kitchen rolls run out. I think it would probably be more than £11.50. You think? But I don't see why anyone would buy 100 <laughs> kitchen roll tubes unless they were really into crafting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was more. It was £15. 15 Yeah. Right. Next item. Uneaten Brussels sprouts. So somebody's Brussels sprout leftovers. Are we going higher or lower? So, hang on. They were cooked? Yep. For a meal. <laughs> They were cooked for a meal, left to go cold, yes. and then someone went, I'll sell these on eBay. Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the world's gone mad. Because who leaves Brussels sprouts? They're delicious. Well, I, I would tell you exactly how much I would pay for <laughs> leftover Brussels sprouts. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so you're going lower? Is that your your bid? I'm, I'm going lo- lower. 
Uneaten Brussels sprouts actually were sold for £99.99. 99? <laughs> How many Brussels sprouts were there? Well, I'm sure, I'm presuming there weren't that many, but somebody clearly valued them enough. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, how did you do playing along at home? I'd, uh, I can't, I'm speechless with some of the ones that have come up today. And it's crazy to think about the value that some people are willing to put on their possessions and how much they're willing to pay for something that they think is precious, like uneaten Brussels sprouts. I know, they must have been in demand that year. <laughs> well, Zacchaeus' transformation reminds us that material things aren't necessarily the things that are the most important. Now that reminds me, what were your most precious items from our discussion earlier? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We're on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter and Instagram at BDB of E. And you can find more episodes of Bible Podlets on our website, bdeducation.org.uk. And there you can also find discussion notes to download so that you can use this podcast in, say, a group setting. But that's all from us for this episode, and we hope to see you again next time. Bye! Bye. Bible Podlets was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw, and edited and produced by David Harris. Bible Podlets is a free resource. For more resources, visit bdeducation.org.uk.